Listen. Those are the drums of liberty. What's the number one reason Washington is broken? And how can we prove it? Let's talk about it on this Liberty Minute. Welcome to the Theory to Action podcast, where we examine the timeless treasures of wisdom from the great books in less time to help you take action immediately and ultimately to create and lead a flourishing life. Now, here's your host, David Kaiser. Hello, I am David, and welcome back to today's Liberty Minute. Most Americans, and I emphasize most, believe our government, specifically our federal government, is broken. And there's many reasons why, but the number one reason it's broken and it no longer works is because of government spending. If we take the long view of how our government spends our money, there's nobody, no one, and I mean no one, that can justify or defend how our government spends our money. I mean, there's endless books documenting these travesties. There's no reason to waste time on them here. And if you don't think we have a problem, a, a spending problem, a deep, significant spending problem, number one problem that could and most likely will cause our constitutional republic to fail, then just listen to this. I'm going to read from an opening introduction to a book. I won't reveal the author or the date this book was written um, until after I read it. But let's go to this book. Just listen to this opening introduction. Every day, America comes one step closer to fiscal insolvency. Federal spending has skyrocketed from roughly 2% of GDP 100 years ago to 25% in this year. Not this year. I'm, I'm omitting the year just for the sake of argument. That's a staggering 1,500% increase in spending as a percentage of GDP. Our national government debt now stands at more than $14 trillion, roughly 50000 for every man, woman, and child in America. We are adding roughly about $1.6 trillion to that debt every year, about $5,500 per living American. Stated differently, for every family of four, the federal government has already incurred $200,000 in debt and is adding new debt of roughly $22,000 per year. At this rate, we could more than double our debt. I'm going to omit the year again for the sake of argument. And our annual interest payments alone could then reach nearly a trillion dollars, more than we currently spend on national defense, social security, or Medicare and Medicaid combined. Meanwhile, our entitlement liabilities will be expanding so fast that mandatory spending defined as entitlement spending and interest on our national debt combined will likely match or exceed our entire annual budget. 
our economy cannot survive this ruinous level of debt. But the federal government is incapable of pulling us back from the brink of a fiscal Armageddon. In its spending mania, it has run roughshod over the careful constitutional checks and balances our founders designed to prevent the emergence of the exact kind of overly powerful spendthrift government we have today. A government that is too powerful and has access to too much money simply cannot be relied upon to self-correct. Politicians recognize the problem, but they are incapable of fixing it. Yes, government spending is so out of control that anyone that is sane and looks at this problem from any angle with some relative objective truth in their back of their mind has to conclude, has to conclude that Washington, D.C. and our federal federal government has an addiction, a massive addiction to spending money it does not have, an addiction that is so severe that now 25 years ago, When I was a low-level, very low-level staffer working on Capitol Hill, Republican members of Congress would complain about Democratic members of Congress during their debates. They would challenge them across the aisle. These are the tax-and-spend Democrats, and rightly so. They were a huge part of the problem. They had spent for some 25 or 30 years, and that that was 25 years ago. But guess what? That addiction has spread throughout all of Washington. You can't find many members of Congress who will actually stand up and vote to cut government spending. Oh, there's there's all kind of gimmicks. There's all kind of budgeting quirks so that all members can't be caught in the lie. And that's the biggest lie in Washington. Almost all members of Congress have an addiction to spending taxpayer money that we simply don't have. And the proof, among just tracking some very simple government figures like debt percentage of our GDP and the total amount of debt in dollars and our rising deficit, if you can even believe those numbers anymore, I'm sure they could be lying about those numbers as well. They lie about everything else. But further proof can be had from the book excerpt I just read from. So the book, this book is The Freedom Agenda, Why a Balanced Budget Amendment is Necessary to Restore Constitutional Government by Senator Mike Lee. And of all things, it was written in 2011. 2011. So let me read those same opening paragraphs again, and we'll put the years in to help us understand the context and the gravity of how huge a problem we are facing. I mean, this is a major insolvency problem. And all that is, is a big word, a $5 word. My dad said, never use $5 words, speak in simple, direct language. So I apologize All insolvency means is we are running out of money. We have no cash. And this problem is becoming huge. Just the amount of money to service the debt, which is the amount of money you have to pay to keep that debt 
from overwhelming us just on the interest alone is mind-boggling. Let's go back to our first quote, and I'll put in the years to give us a much better context. Every day, America comes one step closer to fiscal insolvency. Federal spending has skyrocketed from roughly 2% of GDP 100 years ago to 25% in the year 2011, a staggering 1,500% increase in spending as a percentage of GDP. Our national debt now stands at more than $14 trillion. I'll just a little parenthetical phrase here. It's now $31 trillion. It's doubled since 2011. Doubled. So roughly 50000 for every man, woman, and child in America. This is back when it was $14 trillion. So right now it's $100,000 for every man, woman, and child in America. And we are adding about $1.65 trillion to that debt every year. That number's drastically increased. About $5,500 per living American. That's roughly about $11,000 per living American. Stated differently, for every family of four, the federal government has already incurred $200,000 in debt and is adding new debt of roughly $22,000 per year. We can actually change that now to 2022 numbers because it's now $44,000 per year. And here's the kicker. This is the paragraph that made me want to share this with you. This is going back to Mike Lee's book written in 2011. At this rate, we could more than double our debt by 2020. Ah, yeah, we did. And then we had COVID and it got even worse. It's going back to the book. Our annual interest payments alone could then reach nearly a trillion dollars. That's more than we currently spend on national defense, social security, or Medicare and Medicaid combined. It is. Yes, it is. Meanwhile, our entitlement liabilities will be expanding so fast that mandatory spending, defined as entitlement spending and interest on our national debt combined, will likely match or exceed our entire annual budget. So again, the book was written in 2011. And frankly, in 2019, before COVID, the debt was $21 trillion. So we had slowed it just slightly, but that was again before COVID. And Washington, D.C. is so broken because it has a spending addiction. So just five years later, right now, we are at a catastrophic $31 trillion in debt. This proves Washington is like a drug addict with no hope. We need a major intervention. We are going to go over a fiscal cliff. We have to reduce spending. And both political parties are to blame for this. We just shared how bad the Republicans were in a lack of leadership in our previous Liberty Minute. And frankly, it used to just be Democrats. Before 1999, Democrats were the tax and spend Democrats. They held the House of Representatives for 40 years before 1995. They were terrible. They started the ballooning of this debt. But, 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 here is where the real Washington two-step happens. 
the GOP lost its direction, its complete direction after 1999 for a brief time, a very brief time under Speaker Gingrich. The country had balanced budget after balanced budget. We work with President Clinton on getting welfare reform, got a lot of people off entitlement spending and put those people back to work. And we were paying down the national debt. That was a very good thing. Extremely good thing. But the GOP took over in 1995. And then by 1999, Gingrich was out. The GOP. In fact, sometimes they became worse than the tax and spend Democrats after 1999. They did very little over the course of the whole Bush 43 presidency to stop and reverse the debt. Now, some will claim it was because of 9-11, so we had to spend money. You know, we were fighting two wars in Af- Iraq and Afghanistan. But that's to say that we can't walk and chew gum at the same time as a country. That's hogwash. The GOP, frankly, did not have the courage. And they simply just did not want to say no to the American people. They didn't want to make the hard decisions. They didn't want to do the work. They just wanted to get along to get along. And then, you know, at the end of the Bush 43 presidency, we have the financial crisis, 2008. And then we heard from the brilliant words of then President Bush, we have to suspend the laws of capitalism to save it. How bizarre. So then in 2010, after the American people revolted and formed the Tea Party, the GOP won large majority in the House. We still couldn't find the political will to reduce spending. Washington is broken. It's been broken for a long time. It has a spending addiction, a large spending addiction, not a revenue addiction. We can bring in the revenue. Not a problem there. We have a spending addiction. Both parties are addicted big time to spending money and giving out free stuff. So here we are, and we will see what this GOP house does. Because right now, they're saying all the right things. But we have been here before, a.k.a. 1999 to 2008 and from 2011 to 2018. And as we said in our previous Liberty Minute, will they do what they said they will do? We shall see. You know, there are not too many people in Washington who you can trust, who have the integrity that when they speak, you believe you're hearing the truth. We all saw that throughout COVID. But one person is, and he is probably my second favorite member of Congress. That gentleman is the great representative from the Texas 21st District, Chip Roy. And if you've watched Chip Roy at all in Congress since he got there in 2019, he does a great job of putting things in perspective for the common folk. And he has put in perspective just how deep this problem of government spending and debt is. So like we said, in 2019, the debt was $21 trillion. And like we said before, that debt has ballooned to $31 trillion after all this COVID spending. And that is just a catastrophic number. Hard to believe. 
but Representative Roy makes a great point to bring it all home. We throw these numbers around like nobody's business, but do we really understand how much just a trillion dollars is? Have you thought about it? And Chip always gives this great example when he's on the House floor. If we were to start counting right now to the number trillion, one trillion, do you know how long it would take us? So, for example, right now, we're going to start counting one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi. Do you know how long it would take us to get to a trillion? Roughly one million years. Do the math. A million years. Are you freaking kidding me? And we are handing out money like it's growing on trees. We have a catastrophic debt of $31 trillion. 31 million years. Think about that. So in today's Liberty Minute, let us understand the grave problem that is facing us. We have to reinstall and force government accountability. We have to become fiscally responsible. We have to get our financial house in order. And we have to place limits on what Congress can do and the money they can hand out. $31 trillion in debt is out of control. That is why Washington is broken. And we can count the number of ways it is broken. One Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi. Thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this Theory to Action podcast. Be sure to check out our show page at teammojoacademy.com where we have everything we discussed in this podcast as well as other great resources. Until next time, keep getting your mojo on. Are you a voracious reader who yearns for a deeper understanding of your favorite books? Or perhaps you're a busy professional seeking to enrich your knowledge, but short on time. The Mojo Academy 2.0 is your perfect solution. Our revamped service now includes beautifully designed monthly written reviews and PDF format to accompany our popular audio reviews. These aren't just summaries. These are comprehensive and insightful explorations of each book, packed with the actual quotes from the book to enhance your understanding. With usually 69 pages per review, they are perfect reference tools to take your learning to the next level. Get your free Mojo Academy review in written format at teammojoacademy.com or click on today's show notes for that free link. Again, teammojoacademy.com or click on today's show notes, and you will see the link for the free written review. Get yours today.